All the major news stories made simple and easy for your listening pleasure. We'll break it down for you in keywords. And for the segment, we're joined by Adam. Good morning. Happy Friday, Lena. <laughs> there Happy you go. Happy Friday. <laughs> A sigh of relief. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot. It's difficult oh, for us God. to sleep. And it's a Friday, but I'm not going to be going outside. <laughs> Definitely not. And we're discouraged to do so. Yeah. And what better time to stay indoors? You know, it's actually kind of a relief that this yeah. level four is in the midst of this ungodly heat. <laughs> summer months. Yeah. If, if there could be a silver lining for yeah. some of us. You raise a really good point. But yeah. happy Friday nonetheless. Happy Friday. All right, let's jump into our COVID coverage first. This is our first keyword of the day. Quarantine violations. Now, despite social distancing rules at their highest level in the capital region, there are some cases of people deciding to ignore the rules. Uh, let's take a look at the latest. Yes, there's always that few, isn't it? The, the, the bad that, apples? The bad apples. There's always some. I mean, uh-huh. it's bound to happen, unfortunately. I hope sure. it doesn't, but uh, it does. I mean, that is life, I guess. Uh, but last Sunday, a day before the Level 4 was in force, there was a boat party on the Han River with more than 60 people on board. Yes, it was before the level four, but still Mm. not being vigilant uh, is the point there. Now, what's worse is that about half of them weren't even wearing their masks properly. This so-called I can't, I can't remember the to- word. But tusk. Tusk. To- it's a hard... It's impossible to say. <laughs> yeah, I've hard, never realized. It's a hard word to pronounce. Tuck means chin. Yeah. Oh, that's a weird way to... Talk means chin <laughs> in Korean. <laughs> yeah. And to have your mask kind of hanging yeah. below your mouth is, is not sufficient is what we're trying to get to. It defeats the point, basically. Right. And there, there was also a party cruise last month where more than 300 people party. So they think that... These people seem to think that if they're on a boat out on the river, then they're safe from the virus and they're isolated from Mm. everyone. But it's not the case because, of course, infected people could be on board. Sure. Now, these venues are registered as food and drink establishments as well. But Mm. in reality, they're operating as clubs and Mm. bars. Which means everyone is kind of in close proximity. Yeah, exactly. Uh, They're on a a boat, so (laughs) not much space uh, to to travel in there. Now, what's concerning is some of them uh, plan to do the same thing this weekend as well under the current level four distancing measures. So. so even giving the benefit of the doubt that it might have been a last hurrah may <sighs> yeah. not be extended if if they do, in fact, have the same event this weekend. Exactly. Uh, but surely the authorities will be closely mm. monitoring that. Uh, and not just boats, a gym in Kimpo was spotted with customers uh, or what looked to be customers still exercising past 11pm despite the 10pm curfew. The gym said they were staff using the machines and didn't violate any rules. Mm. But the thing is, it's still a private gathering of more than two people mm-hmm. past 6pm, which mm-hmm. is a violation. So mm. the authorities are investigating that matter. Okay, It certainly is a violation, whether it's a private gathering or a, a violation of the curfew. Right. Uh, but they're trying to decide on which one uh, to determine it is. Now, there are many other businesses where rules are being broken and unfortunately, a PC room in Namyangjun was Namyangju rather was seen with customers smoking indoors and not wearing their masks. So even before the pandemic, when the no smoking indoors law was enforced, yeah. they're breaking that law and they're also breaking the quarantine laws as well mm-hmm. by not wearing their masks at all. PC rooms, of course, are also a very enclosed space with a lot of people in close proximity. Uh, the owner, however, did try to convince customers to stick to the rules but wasn't successful. 
uh, obviously couldn't oversee every one of the customers. So the ev- owner eventually had to the, close the store. So the owner pays the price. Yeah. How is that fair? Not fair at all, no. All right. I, don't, I understand the frustrations are boiling over, but rules are rules. We're, yeah. in, it t- <laughs> We're in this together and we sound like broken records, don't mm. we? All right. On to the next. This is our second keyword of the day. Heat wave. Now, Korea is in for a long, hot summer this year, with the heat wave expected to continue for some time. There, uh, This is actually resulting in a lot of energy being used due to air conditioning. So let's take a look at how bad the situation is. Yeah, the country's power supply reserve ratio is hovering around the 9% mark. It marks the first time the ratio has actually dropped to the single digit since January. Uh, the Korea Power Exchange projected maximum power demand reaching 89,000 megawatts. Now, despite this uh, power supply reserve ratio uh, dropping to that level, the KPE says it is within the normal range. So mm-hmm. it's not uh, something to be too worried about for the time being. Uh, the recovering economy is also a factor in the surge in energy use as well. Uh, so we need to take that into consideration. Now, the government exer- is exerting efforts toward managing the power supply as the heat wave and increased industrial production uh, could prompt demand to eclipse an all-time high of around 94,400 megawatts. Mm. Some of the, uh, those efforts could include reopening closed power plants as well. So there are backup plans and contingencies in place. Uh, we'll have to see which ones are taken. Uh, next week, uh, especially, will be a challenge as heat wave alerts, warnings, advisories, and so on are forecast to be issued. According to the KMA, at least, yeah. next midweek next week will be yeah. kind of peak summer when it begins. Yeah, We're um, not there yet, Adam. We're not there yet, but I'm still dreading it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, because of all these heat wave warnings, uh, it's causing problems for people working outdoors. Mm. Frontline medical workers, for example, are the latest victims of the heat wave. They certainly are. A, a, work, a report suggests that a worker at a test center in southern Seoul collapsed yesterday afternoon from heat exhaustion and was sent to hospital. Uh, the temperature at the time of the worker's collapse was 35 degrees Celsius. <laughs> I mean, wow, yeah. Uh, And it's just the end of July at the moment. Uh, Not even that. Uh, And the worker managed to regain consciousness, fortunately, before going to the hospital uh, and was said to have recovered soon after. So it was a matter of just heat exhaustion, nothing Mm. uh, more serious than that. But shouldn't there be precautionary measures in place for these medical workers (sighs) who I cannot address Mm. enough are also human and they're not robots. And so to these really dire conditions, maybe they need timetables considering more uh, breaks in between or something like that. I mean, that is the question, isn't right, it? I mean, right. they are the heroes of this time during right. this pandemic. Have we forgotten? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they are They are, They are. are working ex- in excruciating conditions. They're mm-hmm. wearing these hazmat suits, right. which <laughs> even without the hot weather would it be hot in, in themselves. Heat. Yeah, it traps in the heat. Right. And uh, even before this heat wave, they, I, I presume they would have been very hot inside them. Mm. Uh, apparently, there are some measures of being uh, of having more breaks. And But the thing is, like these hazmat suits, they're not easy to deal with. I mean, if you have to go to the bathroom, right, right, right. you have to switch to a new hazmat suit because right. you can't use it again. So there you go. If and you ask the workers what is more convenient, there's yeah. that angle to consider too. And the actual getting out and getting into these uh, protective suits is also an exercise in itself. Mm. So, yeah, I mean. Ugh. All right. So we've pointed out the problem. Yeah. How, how will they address it? We'll mm. have to wait and see. Yes. Moving on to our third keyword of the day. 
surging auto exports. So Korea's car exports have seen another jump with global economic recovery and mm-hmm. even rising demand for premium models. What's yeah. the latest? Yeah, so auto exports surged 28% in the first half of this year. This is mostly thanks to a general recovery in the global economy, as you said, and mm. rising demand in these premium models. Did I just steal words out of your mouth? I no, do apologize. I mean, uh, no, I just wanted That's to... That's the re- headline. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, it's good to reiterate uh, mm. because these premium models seem to be uh, quite popular abroad. Uh, they're kind of beating the German brands as well, mm. which is uh, good news for the Korean car makers. Now, according to Trade Ministry data, just under 1.05 million units were shipped out in the January-June period. In terms of value, exports also shot up uh, 50 uh, percent to hit mm. 23.6 billion US dollars. Uh, that's probably resulting in the fact that they are mostly premium models that have gained the high mm. demand. Uh, it marked the first time for the number of cars shipped to post two-digit growth since the first half of 2012. So even in the midst of this pandemic, these car exports uh, don't seem to be a bit, uh, hit been hit that mm-hmm, bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, hybrid cars as well as electric cars were also in high demand, whose exports advanced 63.3% and just under 14% over the period. Uh, they mostly went to the US and EU, where demand was also higher. All right, on to our fourth keyword of the day. South Korea Vietnam Summit. So the leaders of South Korea and Vietnam held phone talks. Uh, do we have the minutes on what they discussed? Yes, uh, another busy schedule uh, on the diplomacy front for President Moon Jae-in. He and Yuejin uh, Hu Trong discussed ways to strengthen bilateral ties and cooperation on major regional and global issues. Moon noted that the two nations maintained the pre-coronavirus level of two-way trade volume last year. He expressed hope of it uh, increasing it to at least $100 billion by the year 2023, which is two years' time, not that long. Now, the Vietnamese leader also proposed joint efforts to expand investment and partnership in the global supply chains to that end, as well as to promote parliamentary cooperation as well. Uh, Moon also stressed that Vietnam is a core partner for Korea's new southern policy. Uh, he noted that more than 9,000 South Korean firms are doing business in Vietnam. Uh, there's also about 200,000 Korean residents in Vietnam as well, and there's a lot of Vietnamese people in Korea Mm -hmm. uh, as well. Uh, Moon also requested that Vietnam play a role as a non-permanent member of the UNSC, the UN Security Council, for the early resumption of dialogue with North Korea. Trong said he supports the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula and related talks. Mm. Uh, They also agreed to bolster uh, coordination in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. All right, on to our fifth keyword of the day. Visit to Korea. Now, staying with diplomacy, U.S. Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman is scheduled to visit Korea next week. Let's take a look at what's expected and put on the agenda so far. Yes, Sherman will first head to Japan, though, as she will be joined by her Japanese and South Korean counterparts, actually, for three-way talks. It will mark the first time for the three countries to resume uh, the vice ministerial talks in nearly four years, so it's been a long time coming. Uh, Agenda items include regional security issues, such as North Korea, of course. Uh, Seoul's Vice Foreign Minister Choi Jong-gu will also hold separate talks with Vice Foreign Minister Mori Takeo, Takeo rather, while in Japan. Those talks will be quite interesting, especially amid the uh, tensions between Korea and Japan. Uh, Sherman, meanwhile, will then head to Seoul on Wednesday for another meeting with Tre and other South Korean mm-hmm. officials. She'll be here for three days. Uh, the State Department says they'll discuss bilateral and multilateral cooperation on shared priorities, including the climate crisis, pandemic relief, and post-COVID-19 economic recovery. Also on the table will be uh, likely to be the follow-up measures to the outcome of the May 
summit mm-hmm. between uh, Presidents Moon Jae-in and Joe Biden. Talks on expanding cooperation in supply chains for vital products like memory chips will likely be the t- key topic. Uh, Sherman's swing through Asia actually interestingly excludes a trip to China that involves <laughs> Japan, Korea and Mongolia. All right. Uh, there was actually some anticipation that she would visit Beijing, but uh, any chances of relieving U.S.-China tensions are pretty low for now. For the time being, anyhow. Mm. On to our last keyword of the day. Deadly floods. So turning to Germany and Belgium and and Western Europe, where floods have resulted in dozens of deaths. So Mm. what's the latest out of these countries? Yes, at least uh, 67 people have died as of Thursday and dozens were missing across both countries. There are fears the death toll will rise because of those missing people. Uh, Germany is bearing the brunt of what is the worst natural disaster in living memory, one of the worst since the Second World War. Uh, German Chancellor Angela Merkel, who is currently in Washington, in fact, has called it a tragedy and pledged that everything would be done to find those still missing. Uh, Several politicians have blamed the impact of climate change of this kind of freak uh, heavy rains and floods that are happening in Europe. Uh, it doesn't happen that often, especially in right. the in the in, in that part of uh, Europe. Which means that you know infrastructure mm. wasn't set up to be prepared right. for it, or uh, how even houses were built. Right, exactly. I mean, we speak about the UK being a very rainy country, right. but not a, it, even the UK doesn't have rain to the extent of this level, and mm. uh, it's not that far apart from Germany and Belgium. Uh, and heavy rains have caused, in fact, rivers to burst their banks, sweeping away homes and cars. Uh, at least eight people are also uh, said to have died in Belgium, while France, the Netherlands and Switzerland were also hit by flooding. Among the worst-hit German villages was Schuld, where several homes collapsed and dozens of people remain unaccounted for. Mm. Uh, rescue operations are underway with police helicopters and hundreds of soldiers also having been deployed to effective, are- uh, effective areas to help stranded residents, many of whom are being evacuated from their rooftops. These efforts, however, are being hampered by blocked roads and phone and internet outages across uh, the Eiffel. That's a volcanic region of uh, rolling hills and small valleys, so any rain that goes by that area is certainly a problem for these rescue operations. And the thing about rescue operations is if the weather forecast, you know, Mm. says there's going to be more rain, it will make it even more difficult for them to bring out people in a timely manner. That's right. And speaking of, to make matters worse, more heavy rain is forecast across the region on Friday local time as well, so. I mean, Europe, uh, that part of Europe has had experience in uh, heavy floods before, but this seems to be one of the worst in recent history. All right. Thank you very much, Aram, for today's coverage. Have a safe, cool weekend. You too. We'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.